All right, let's get it started. We've got a lot of ground to cover. It's a Wednesday afternoon, and our panel has assembled Tom Parkin, post-media national politics columnist with a bluntly social democratic point of view. How's Tom? Good. How are you doing? Very good, thanks. Like your week off? Uh, it was two, actually. Yeah, oh. but <laughs> you only thought it was a week. Boy, time's really I, I did, flying. I, well, I did miss you. All right. But I was away, too, you know. Were, were you? Yeah, for one week. Wow, all so right. it was pretty nice. <laughs> you got to get better representation. <laughs> Dan Moulton, consultant at Crestview Strategy, a public affairs agency, former advisor in the McGinty and Wynn governments. How's Dan doing? I'm doing well, John. How about you? Likewise, thank you. And uh, Kristen Carmichael Greb is with us, counselor for Ward 16, Eglinton Lawrence. How's Kristen? I'm well. Thank I appreciate you. you coming in. You know, and Kristen, I've got to ask, because, I mean, this pertains to you. Apparently on Friday there's going to be a courtroom challenge, or at least it's going to initiate mm-hmm. this challenge. A number of people here represented, I guess, along the City of Toronto, Toronto District School Board. It's uh, against Doug Ford's Bill 5, known as the Better Local Government Act, which uh, the complainants are saying is going to marginalize certain groups. Uh, it disadvantages them because, you know, it cuts down on representation and their opportunities to get to be part of the process. Uh, everything, including uh, a constitutional breach of democratic principles and so on. Well, you're there. Uh, you're right mm-hmm. in that cauldron of city council. And you've oh, got, yes. I guess, the tough sledding is going to be up against the incumbent Josh Cole as well, right? Uh, Josh is not running. Oh, he he's announced not. he is not running. Oh, good. So that clears the way for you. Yes, I am the only incumbent running. Okay, so that gives you a certain <laughs> advantage. Well, then how do you feel about this challenge to Bill 5? Do you think Bill 5, cutting it from 47 down to 25, actually has merit? I think it does a little bit. One of the reasons why I ran was because of the dysfunction at City Hall. That's what propelled me forward to run. And for me, instead of complaining about it, I wanted to do something about it. So in 2014, I ran and won. I think there there are many other changes that need to be made at City Hall in regards to governance that that would help as well. But um, at this point, we'll see what happens Friday. And, and I'm still running and uh, moving forward right now, running in a pool of 25 wards. So. All right. But do you support that idea that the uh, council is going to be cut from 47 instead of going up by three down to 25? I supported legal action of of for the city to go forward with legal action against the 25 uh, because my residents wanted me. I I pulled my residents and that's what they wanted. Um, Whatever the outcome, I will make it work. All right. By the way, uh, do you believe that representation is somehow compromised by going down to 25? I think you can make it work if you have enough staff to help you. That's The staff is really who do, does all the work. Um, so I have fantastic staff in my office who help me do all the work that I do. And with more staff, it will it will be a reach. But I, I think we can make it work. All right. Dan, do you think there's merit to this uh, challenge against Bill 5? I don't think anyone listening to the program is going to disagree with the sentiment that there's problem with decision-making at City Hall, uh, right. that there is uh, a need for be- uh, more efficient decision-making uh, and, and stronger councils. Uh, that said, uh, you know, I think what the Premier did was quite drastic, and it was in the middle of, uh, ostensibly in the middle of an election campaign. Mm-hmm. And so that's really where I take issue with this. I, I personally, I, I'm not that upset about the idea of shrinking the size of city council. But as the councillor mentions, the, the number of individual constituent concerns that are, she's still mm-hmm. going to face and her office is going to face and, and councillors across the city are going to face, they're not going to be any less. And so if we want to talk about how we improve governance in the city and how we improve 
governance in North America's fourth largest city, maybe we should have a bigger conversation. Maybe it shouldn't be an overnight news release from the premier's office slashing the size of city council. Well, then we'd have to wait another four years is what you're saying. Yeah, but big decisions take some time. All right, Tom, over to you. I mean, does this have merit, the challenge against this Bill 5? As a legal case, I think it's uh, got some legs. Uh, was It was in the court uh, last week. Uh, well, you and I were on vacation, but I was, but I was watching, mm. and uh, the justice said there were some good arguments in there that uh, needed to be evaluated, and of course, uh, you know that's going to be his job. It's a motion, it's uh, an appeal uh, to quash Bill Five uh, and go back to uh, the previous legislation. Uh, and as I understand it, there's really two arguments, um, um, and perhaps other ones, but two main arguments. And of course, the TDSB and the city are uh, are are, uh, are part of the are, their appellants mm-hmm. in this thing. First argument is that uh, is basically a, a constitutional and charter uh, issue that, uh, as Dan mentioned, you don't start an election and then you don't like the people who are running in the election, so you change the elections in the middle of the elections while while the campaigns are already on, while money is being raised by candidates already registered. While so what would the legal argument not. be then on that premise that uh, somehow people got blindsided? You think that's going to carry uh, some legal weight? It's um, well, uh, we'll see. I mean, that's the argument is that uh, is that it, our, our system is democratic in in nature, and that interference in election is is not, should not be tolerated. That's the essence of the argument. There's also a second argument. Which is that um, under I think it was under Mayor Miller, so this is quite some time ago now. There was a, uh, a Toronto uh, Ontario uh, uh, consultation agreement, and there was an agreement signed by both parties saying that changes to the City of Toronto Act, which is mm-hmm. what Bill Five does, right. would not be made in an arbitrary way. They'd be done with consultation from both sides. Of course, Bill Five was not done. So the status of this document. Uh, having signatures of, of parties of the this, uh, of the city and uh, of Toronto and Ontario, what its strength is, I think, will be another key piece. Now, that's the the legal of it. Um, f- as a as a political thing, I think you know what's happened here is is outrageous. And uh, well, you may feel that way, but there's a lot of support for it, as I understand it. Not, sitting in the catbird seat, I'm hearing sure. from people who believe that this yeah. is the right idea. Well, there was an abacus poll a while ago though that didn't peg it at very much support. It showed that a third of conservatives were against it. So, I mean, that's why Ms. Carmichael, who's a conservative, is, is so coy about her answer. You know, so you know because <laughs> nobody really wants to come out and sigh on Doug Ford's side because this guy is a. He, I mean, we want to talk about why is our city screwed up. The, the, he's sitting in the premier's chair, and it was the previous. Oh, it's mayor. him. Yeah, and and it was the, oh. his brother who also helped screw oh. up the city. Uh, and so it, and all these transit woes that we have in gridlock and so on and so forth, they don't actually predate Rob Ford. I'm not saying if we didn't have problems, but they certainly did not help, uh, and they put a lot of uh, more fuel into making things difficult. Can you give me a concrete uh, example? They, or two? They, they screwed around with our, our transit planning system, mm. uh, and this new mayor now, we, you know, a half a billion dollars extra for a, a gardener reconstruction that uh, you know. Our uh, transit th- planning system though hasn't been touched in 20 years. That's the problem no, with transit the, in this the city. The transit is that planning system is a napkin. That's the problem. Next mayor screwed it up again and screwed it up again and we haven't we've actually made progress in the last four years on transit more than we've made in the past 20. how much how much you know replacing we haven't made any progress in scarborough Right, what's happened out there has been ridiculous. Well, you don't think the province had a role to play in oh all of that? Oh my gosh, did they ever? Well, didn't Mitzi Hunter have the this whole... come to Jesus moment? Uh, Suddenly, she changed her mind on absolutely. things. Absolutely, she was the subway champion. She was yes, the she subway was. champion. All yeah. of a sudden, okay. uh, I, I mean, worked on that, I worked on that campaign, but, but not previously. <laughs> she had this uh, epiphany on the road to Damascus. It's called, or, a, it's called electoral opportunism. Yeah. 
Well, tell bluntly. your friend Dan. He worked on that. I know. Like, I, know. But, like, I think we're, we're dancing around this year. Yeah, politics it, was involved in this legal challenge. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's accept that. There is a, a political rationale for the purpose of this legal challenge. We see a lot of reporting on the fact that this legal challenge is coming. It's going to Superior Court uh, next yeah. week, I think, the 31st. Yeah. Uh, I don't know a lot about the substance of this legal challenge because I don't think anybody could articulate it in a way that's very coherent. I just and no offense you. to counsel, Weren't but I think listening? I think Paul. You know, but, but it was. But that, 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 that's <laughs> a lot of baloney. Like, like I, I don't think that the. I don't think there's a lot of merit to this challenge. I think it's political well, in its uh, nature. So and I think. Sorry, you're saying I, what I gave you was a lot of baloney because the entire factum is being. Submitted, and those are exactly the arguments. I know. The judge that, no, 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 I'm not saying that you. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you pulled it out of thin air. I'm yeah. saying some lawyers at City Hall pulled it out of thin air. All right, my All question is coming out of thin air. But <laughs> that's, that's, that's the way it works. As a legal maneuver, out. as a legal maneuver, I mean, uh, do you see an injunction being a possibility here that then uh, would see that the election has to go ahead with 47 council candidates, or is it something uh, that would freeze things, or it, can he go it, ahead? It would I quash mean, the bill. If that it quashes the bill, we have to go back to a 47 election, which I don't know if the clerk can put on a democratic election in that little amount of time. So then we would have to look at that, which would open a whole other can of worms trying to put on a, I find it hard a to whole believe, new election. I find it hard to believe the courts are going to get involved in an, an election like in, in that way. That that would be an extraordinary overreach from the court. I, would I would be very surprised. the exact opposite, Dan. This, would, this, is, about not, this is about not taking the side of arbitrary anti-democratic action about allowing democratic processes Nothing to undemocratic proceed. Nothing undemocratic what the Premier did. Well, you was know it, what, was it, was it a, was I think it a, as a human, I would say absolutely no. Whether legally uh, there's the ground for it, I don't know. But I would also argue, and this comes back to the central point, the dysfunction at the City Hall isn't about the number. It's about, like, basically bad city councillors, some well, very bad city councillors. Yeah, I mean, people like Well, that may be, but just... We've had the well, hang on just a I mean, second. Just to, just to stay a while, I know. Okay, you get your diatribe in there, but Dan, you said something intriguing. <laughs> John's so you not think the power that I just said that... Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I said it with the Premier. That well, must be was. This is a big surprise to you, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's not so much a surprise because I think the consistency is found in the fact that you believe that the true power is still vested in the provincial legislature. Well, constitutionally, it certainly is. And well, I there think you go. Well, knows that. Look, Doug Ford was elected with a significant majority government in June. Uh, he used that power uh, to do something that's completely within his constitutional mandate. Uh, and, and whether or not it was the right decision? No, I don't think so. I don't think it was right to do it in the middle of election. I think he should have taken some time. He should have consulted. They seem to be launching consultations on the hour right now. Why wouldn't they consult on this one? It was it was purely political. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to flex his muscles with City Hall. But there's nothing legally or constitutionally offside with what he did. And I um, think that's where I that's where I take it. Okay. Except that he had an agreement with the city to, to consult well, and, so and that there isn't, you know, he's gonna our, consult. Our, our charter of he's rights. He's going to consult parents across the province about when it comes ed. to about, no about <laughs> the math curriculum uh, wait till we yes. talk about this uh, i can hardly on. wait with our panel that's coming up we just heard from lisa thompson earlier today uh they're going back to the future more or less basics fundamentals and the rest for better for worse we'll put it to our panel tom park and dan Moulton. Kristen carmichael greb in a moment here on the oakley show global news radio 640 toronto work harder a dog in 2010 that dog doesn't even know who i am it's friendlier with the postman 